two, one. No! <laughs> Carry on my wayward son. Oh my god. There'll be peace when you are done. That's one and of the I am the perfectly sane one in here. I have I not mean, lost my mind. I yet. love Supernatural just because they brought that song back. They're doing a Scooby Doo Supernatural <laughs> episode. <laughs> I heard about that. I have no clue how they're going to pull it off. <laughs> They'll bring Buffy in. They, they didn't. <laughs> what? They'll bring Buffy in. Impossible. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> She's got the Scooby gang. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but no, they're actually going to animate Supernatural. Oh, they already have. Oh, an they already anime. have an anime. It's a no, Japanese but I mean, version, like, though. Yeah. In their yeah. regular TV show, they're gonna. That might be a cool one to watch. Then. Uh-huh. Hi, this is Arielle Hyatt from Cyber PR, and you are listening to Comic Pop Library. Welcome to the three, two. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Comic Pop Heroes brought to you by Comic Pop Library. I'm Richard along with Jonathan and Logan. And in today's episode, we are going to be looking at Wayward Volume 1 String Theory. And this is written by Jim Zub, art by Steve Cummings. I love that name. <laughs> Color Jim art Zub. by Tamara Bonvillain. Ross A. Campbell, Ooh, Josh like Perez, John Roach, and Jim mm-hmm. Zub also did some color art in this. Letters is by Marshall Dillon. And so this is a feast for the eyes to a degree. I love this. It's kind yeah. of a mixture mm-hmm. of manga and American style artwork, mm-hmm. but in color. Yeah. And it's the size of a regular American graphic novel. 
Mm-hmm. And it collects five issues of an ongoing series. As of this time of the recording, there was, I think, six volumes in the set so far. Mm-hmm. And you could also go back and get individual issues if you would like. So that's a possibility. And this is one ding, that ding, ding, ding. I might have to go back and look for because it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. To give you a lowdown on Wayward, we have Rory Lane is trying to start a new life when she reunites with her mother in Japan, but ancient creatures lurking in the shadows of Tokyo sense something hidden deep within her, threatening everything she holds dear. Can she unlock the secrets of her power before it's too late? Mm. Maybe. (laughs) <laughs> who knows dun, dun, dun. I've got to read and all to see folks uh, Rory Lane is the lead character she's part Irish part Japanese her father is and the also Irish. part probably human and part weaver oh yeah but, uh, yep. heritage with father and mother Irish Japanese uh, her dad's the Irishman they get a divorce mom goes back to Japan but she's leaving Jesus. Rory there to finish up her school semester but she drives her dad nuts and he says Get away, go to Japan. Maybe so they you see that. No. <laughs> because I think what? that they were keep talking. I just wanted to see something real quick. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not sure if they ever said why she had to go to Japan specifically. No, they didn't say specifically. They just yeah. said the dad was to know more. She apparently okay. did not like what was happening with her dad or something. I yeah. have no clue. I was under the impression of something different between the mom and dad, but <laughs> I just wanted to confirm that. Oh. Nope. Given that she thought her mom... Okay, I think I might have just... Hold on. Can you guys still hear me? Okay, yeah. yeah. For a few seconds, I thought I had pulled out my microphone. Sorry. Nope, you're still good. Uh, and given that she didn't know her mom was a weaver until very late this book, I guess. Right, because yeah. she was too young. She didn't know she was part of yeah. this ancestry. She got to experience her powers, but she only learned about her mom being a weaver at the very end. True. It could be instead of a human yokai, or I assume yokai, a <laughs> fey yokai match too. A what yokai? Fey yokai. Do you think the mom's a fae? No, the dad. The mom is a yokai. I never thought of that. Because that is a possibility. Mm-hmm. That might be something that they might bring in to kind of do something different. But yep. Or it could be just huh. human yokai mix. Who knows? I never thought of the fae. Okay, gotcha. That could be an interesting story development. We've only read the first volume, folks, so yeah. we're just going by that. Speculation. So. But she gets in Japan, her mom's nowhere to be seen, so she's like, how do I get home? And she sees all these red lines, Mm -hmm. you find out are actually ribbons later on, to different, to find her way. And she basically just wishes for this to happen. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know how she does it yet. You remember the red string of fate that connects destinies and all that? Usually a romance thing? Yep. Literally her superpower. (laughs) Pretty much, yep. (laughs) One of the witches three. No, <laughs> that's Macbeth. Hey, as long as it's is that Macbeth, I think. What Macbeth? Witches yeah, that's three. Strings of fate. I it was Hercules. Strings of fate. Well, there's the three fates or three muses or something as well that might be. Yeah, too. there's several. Because I know versions. that Hercules had the three hags with the string of life or whatever. Yep, strings of fate. Yeah, and they had the one of them had the scissors to cut it. And yep. Yep. And so this multiple is, things. Yeah, and this one, she doesn't just have the see the ribbons, but she if she's in danger enough, she can also see kanji, and she, she can, can do it. 
without yeah, any she prior can knowledge. Kanji and make things happen. Yeah, she knows how to speak Japanese, but not fluently. But not, and she knows kanji, I think, enough to get by. But this is stuff that basically it's like the ribbons. It just appears to her and only to her in thin air, and she makes the kanji symbol with her hand, and boom, yep, you got it. <laughs> so. Oh. That's but the book over here. she gets no. jet lag the first day, and she goes out exploring. Yep. And she gets attacked by a group of guys who we later find out. Logan's going to look it up for me. Or turtle heads. Turtle heads. What was that, Logan? Kappa. Kappas. For yeah. sure. So pretty much they're basically mutant, demons, mutant ninja turtles who are bad <laughs> to a degree. <laughs> and Ayana. Well, the next main character comes in to help her out. Who's a cat girl? Yep. Actually, not quite Kappa. Suiko, which is a different division. Oh, you sure? Yeah. It looks like it's a type of Kappa, but... Oh, yeah. It's a Kappa. There's both. But, That's a yeah. tiger, I think it says. Water tiger, yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. okay, back on. But Ayana comes to help save the day, and they she beats the Kappas down and all that good stuff. Yeah. And, and it looks like she might literally be made of cats. I'm not quite sure on yeah, that. Yeah, She's a cat spirit, for sure, of some type. Yeah. I'm not sure what type of yokai that might be, or if she is a yokai. Uh, but she's either made up of cats or the spirit of cats. But the fun mm-hmm. thing with her is her hair constantly changes color. From, mm-hmm. you know, if she appears at the first of the book, and then she disappears, then when she comes back in a different time, it's a different hair color. Then she'll disappear, and then she'll come in again, and it's a different hair color. So I kind of had fun with that. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool to see. And then there's the guy who eats the evil yep. spirits. Shirei, I believe is how he would pronounce it. Or Shirai. Might be yeah. sh- how would you pronounce that, Logan? Um, I think it's-, it's about midway down. S-H-I-R-A-I. <laughs> Shirai. Shirai, yep. So, and he's the spirit eater, like Jonathan said. He's, mm-hmm. he's kind of at school with rory the next day and she's giving him the eyes like well, who's this dude well i mean he's like staring at her angrily too so it's just like she's like why is he staring at me and she follows him Probably well not. because yeah. the lines kind of connect to him and she's yeah. just following the lines she's yeah. not really following him she's following the lines yeah well one of the same <laughs> and she sees him eat one of the spirits just eat some that's, you know, so much good natural that's what makes him energy yeah that's what makes him mad and chase after mm-hmm. her and she freaks out infuses him with yeah. super strength and power and can jump real far and then until he utilizes when, that energy that's when she first uses a kanji what you guys call yeah. it kanji yeah yep. for weakness yep so i don't think it was for weakness i think it was to calm him down no it was literally the kanji for weakness <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember because remember he calmed down it, literally the kanji for weakness okay so logan found she it in go, the book there. and then he goes uh, what what did you do <laughs> but and each chapter is kind of meeting a new person yeah and the next chapter we get to see nikido who's in uh, yeah, nikido uh, nikido okay yeah that's what i and that. he's basically i would say a homeless boy is it a boy Seems or a girl like, they say it's a boy uh, I think they comment or, as a, it's, you know it's a, he's a boy because sure. uh, yeah it is one of those ambiguous character ambiguous ambiguous characters that you're not quite sure but I think they said that it was a boy or maybe she just thinks he's a boy because yeah. Rory mentions that says like leave him alone in one instance to Shirei 
Because she was being a little berating. Mm -hmm. But this kid, he can pretty much, he basically explodes. Whether it's spiritual energy that knocks stuff down. Yeah, but he can also summon that big creature too, though. Wait, big creature? Big creature. Yeah, let me see. Well, he can do a little sonic thing, it looks like. Or psychic sonic thing. When I things. first met him, he had summoned this. Uh, no, that's something I think the that creature was, was attacking him. him. Yeah. Oh, was a creature attacking him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought he him. had summoned it. Because they see the lions and they chase it down. And, and they him find him the and they save him from that creature. But in re- but he gets so scared, he kind of does, like Logan said, a sonic blast or some type of energy blast and knocks them all down. That actually wasn't the scared bit. That was after they'd saved him. They started arguing over something or other. Yeah. And he got annoyed enough to say, shut up and stop arguing. Okay. Basically that. <laughs> that works for me. So, but it, but at the end of the book, it also, he basically obliterates a building, doesn't he? It might have been him that did that. I'm pretty sure there was two buildings that got obliterated. Yeah, there was one earlier than the very end okay. is a different one. Yeah. Because that's with the main villain at the very end. Because Roy right. is So, like, I just confirmed it for myself. He is a boy. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a panel here where the creatures are chasing after him, and they go, "Don't let the boy get away." Okay, uh-huh. that's nice. what I was thinking. But it is drawn to where eh, you don't know. There's could be he's has film features, so you can see that. But uh, definitely, yes, we find out that Rory is a weaver, and that's the song mm-hmm. we came in on, Weaver. So <laughs> that's mm-hmm. kind of cool, 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 cool. Uh, that we found that song, so that worked out great. Uh-huh. But the main villain is a... Oh, this is going to be fun, folks. Norarion? Norarion? Toss it over here real quick. He's got a name in the back. Uh, but Norahion? this... Something like that. And he's got wolf creatures, too. Norarion? To, um, he's the big baddie. Yeah. And he actually captures Rory's mother, because we find out Rory's, a seamstress, uh, Rory's mother is a seamstress. But not in the seamstress think way that you're thinking. She's a weaver, spiritual weaver as well. Yeah. And that's of where Rory gets her descended fate. powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weaver of fate. So it's like, okay. And she goes to like a building where people like an like organization. But they know the powers and they, they know something, you know, they know about the spiritual energies and stuff. And there's been kind of like a truce is what I feel like. But mm-hmm. the villain thinks that the mother has broken the truce because Rory's out there doing all this stuff. And she's not part of their organization. Oh my goodness, folks. If you see Game of Thrones, you kind of know what happens to the woman. She gets slopped off at the neck by the main villain, which I don't know the name of. I don't think they actually gave him a name in this one yet. I'm not sure. But And then that pisses off Rory because he actually does it in front of Rory because... She gets a feeling that something's wrong, and the ribbon leads her back to her mother, and it leaves off with Rory getting really pissed. And she destroys her own building, too, with the kanji for destruction. She does the kanji for destruction and destroys the building all around them, and that's how they leave everything. Just leaves you hanging, so a great cliffhanger. And Mm -hmm. more likely, it looks like Mom's dead. (laughs) So this would be a great Disney film. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, she almost <laughs> seems to be fading into, yeah, she fades into little red Disney. strings too, so. With the mom? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She might be alive, I don't know, but I don't might know. Might have been you a decoy, know. but yeah, it looks like she's dead. What do you mean an adult Disney film? Mm, it's all the cursing and stuff. Well, yeah, there's, but I'm talking about the dead parent. 
almost every Disney animation has a dead parrot in it. <laughs> Somewhere, and, some fashion. <laughs> actually, Big Hero 6 has a dead brother. Well, family member. That's Pixar. But, Disney you know, property. you could be right because you never know what happened to their parents. Oh. <laughs> and included in the Red String of Fate thing, uh-huh. Rory's also got at least super speed, probably at least a few other enhanced things. Cause. Yeah, because it seems like she can follow the ribbons. Because there's one point where she's like way on top of this building and she jumps down the sides of the walls. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, okay, a normal person could not do that. But it is a comic book. <laughs> yeah. And she does have she supernatural powers. She also does powers. a flash impersonation. Flash impersonation. <laughs> yeah. Zoom. When she's going home to check on her mother gets there fast but this i it's a jonathan's right yeah it's it'd be an adult disney one because of the language Mm -hmm. the f-bomb is dropped pretty frequently at least i know at least once for sure but the swearing is pretty prevalent in this book Mm -hmm. that's the only thing i've really seen in this one uh whether future issues have something even more involved i don't know but uh, the artwork in it i love Mm -hmm. i just oh i enjoyed the artwork so much it's a great blending of the Japanese manga and American style artwork for comics and the color with it. Oh, I loved it. Cause as you know, we love manga just as much as we love the American comics. So this blending, we I've always enjoyed the blending of artwork. Uh, the story itself is a fast read Yeah, to me. What about you guys? Was it pretty fast for you? Yeah, it was. I got it and done within, I don't know, 20 minutes. Nice. And apparently the super speed was a kanji thing, but before that she did just randomly jump out of the collapsed building thing. So yeah, so yeah, super, not sure how much she needed it. Supernatural powers of some type that she has, but but this one the story's brief, but it's not so brief that it hinders the story. The they let the artwork do a lot of the storytelling, so. You, you really have to pay attention to the artwork, and it really flew by. I And to me, for this, I like graphic novels that fly by. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes, yes, it's nice to get deep into the characterizations and all that yeah. stuff. Sometimes you just want a fun read, and to me, this was just a fun read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little dark, Yeah, but I just yes, enjoyed it. And it's put out by Image Comics. I forgot to mention that earlier. Yeah, But Image Comics does put it out, so... Mm-hmm. So that's about it for this one. It, like I said, it's a fast read. Each chapter is introducing you to the new character, lead character. Uh, you know that they're not dead at the cliffhanger because then you won't have a story to go on. The mom, different story, but yeah, everybody else you know, pretty much know is going to be there. So, but I mean, uh, and the end does give a clue. Yeah. A glyph of yeah, cliffhanger. And just shows oh. you, yeah, the reason I said that the one gal was made of cats. She's literally made of cats fusing together or something. I'm not sure how. <laughs> and the guy that can scream and blow up. That's the end, last That's panel. That's the only basically. two you actually see alive at the end of there. Yep. You pretty much, and, yeah, it's probably the other ones are going to be alive, but we don't actually see that, so. True. And this is one that might be a little bit more violent as well, because it does have a lot of violent stuff in it. I don't know how bloody it will get in future issues. It could. Like I said, you do see the decapitation of mom. Is mom's decapitation really, really bloody or just kind of a lop off? Well, that's it's a quick cut 
Then there's a slight bit of blood, and then she dissolves into strings. strings. Okay. So there's a little bit of blood in this one as well. But it is geared for 16 and up. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's definitely geared for that. It's not for middle school or anything like that. It's definitely high school and up. Uh, I do like the fact that there is a glossary with images in the back of the book as well. Mm-hmm. And Logan kind of mentioned that, and so did Jonathan as we were talking about. We need to see the back to get the names. That's because yeah. of this glossary that's back there of all the different I guess yokai. Is that what you yep. would say, Logan? Yokais? Mm-hmm. Akaname, or filth liquor. The Hitodama, which is human soul. Kappa, which is water child. The Kitsune, or fuck. Kyokotsu, or crazy bones. Narahion, or slippery gourd. And Suiko, a water tiger. And apparently the Suiko are basically a more dangerous version of Kappa. Kappas. Okay. Dangerous variants of the standard issue Kappa. Okay. So I thought that was pretty neat. And it gives you a little bit of a description of what they are in the Japanese culture and myth. Mm-hmm. So that was cool that they included that. And I am will assume, have not seen these to know, but I'm going to assume future volumes will also have these in it as well. That's going to probably be about it because, like I said, it's a fast read. It was just introducing the characters and getting set up for the cliffhanger into the next volume. Yep. And maybe one of them will have the details on Weaver and... True, eventually. What was her name? Rogue Weaver, but... Nah, her mom's a Weaver. She's a Rogue Weaver because... She's not part of their organization. Yeah, she's just coming into her powers, basically. Yeah. I, I think that um, their main bad guy called the mom a rogue reaver, too. Just, that's because I think he thought... Because of the red that, lines. No, that's because he thought she was the one causing all the trouble. No. Because there I, was some type of deal between them I actually two. Liked no. I actually like no. the name rogue reaver for them because their lines are red. Even the mother's <laughs> line was red, so... Oh, yeah. That might be the other spelling of rouge. I don't know. I'm not sure either. But but this is, like I said, pretty much that's about is there any, I don't know if there's anything else to say about it. Anything, guys? Before we oh. wrap up. What's now, her so. name? Who? I can't remember. The cat gal. Ayana? Ayana, yeah. Ah. And maybe in one of the future books, they'll have what she is in here. Yeah, possibly. That's one thing I look for them to probably do is list all the powers and the characters and what they are. That would help out as well. That way you know the actual power sets. That would be nice to kind of know, but they might want to leave it to experience as you read it. They seem to have a fairly defined power sets for all but the exploding guy so far, but yeah. Yeah, but they could explain it, why it's that way. Explain what they're based off of, like the other yokai they did. Yep. So, uh, this go around, we don't have anything for tweets or anything like that. Just oh, want to no say, sweet tweets. No, no mm-hmm. sweet tweets this time. I just want to say thank you to everybody that's listening out there. Thank you to some of the podcatchers that's been picking us up, like Pod Chaser, Player FM, Pod Lovin'. You book is another one that's come out. So we appreciate them picking us up and letting their listeners take a listen to us, see if they'd like us, including us on their catalog of podcasts. So that's kind of cool. I think... Like I said, with this, it's 16 and up. Mm-hmm. You guys pretty much... Yeah. yeah. Because of the violence and the language. Yeah. Uh, did not see any nudity per no. se in this one. If it, well, if there was any, it was covered up, but I can't think of... No, there wasn't. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't, can't remember either. Because usually comic books will 
strayed to that line, but they usually do not cross it too often. But, but yes, it does have the language and violence, so that's one thing. 16 and up, be sure to remember that. So if you're looking at a library, if it's a high school, maybe it'll be able to work there, but you might want to look at it first just to see. Public libraries, I think, be all right with it. Shouldn't be a problem. Just place it within the proper placement within your collection. Should yeah. go over fine. For your private collection, if you like manga, you like the blending of manga and American artwork, and you like the spiritual yokai type stuff, go for it. This will be one that'll fit right on your shelf. It's a great story. Uh, like I said, I enjoyed it tremendously and mm-hmm. will be continue reading it. And this is one that I might have to even go back and try to catch the individual issues on because I, I like the floppies. Yeah. So that's kind of cool for me. I get nervous around the floppies because I keep on thinking they'll get ripped and stuff. Yeah, that's always a possibility, even with a graphic novel, though. True, but not as much, not as yeah. easily, maybe. Floppies? <laughs> exactly. Can I understand? Floppies? Individual the single issues. Books. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that, Jonathan. Using some lingo on Jonathan here. <laughs> Plus, the I'm not sure if the floppies would have the. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes those no. are, that's extras just for the graphic novels. So yeah. I would have to check and see. So that's true, Logan. They might not have that extra stuff in the back. Mm-hmm. You'd have to just check with your local comic store and see. Yep. Who knows. But that's been Wayward, Volume 1, String Theory. As I said, the author is Jim Zub. Steve Cummings is an illustrator, plus several others that contributed. Uh, This is an image comic. And like I said, there are up to, I think, roughly six volumes out now. There's probably more than that by the time I get this up. So So that will happen sometimes, folks. But Mm -hmm. we enjoyed it. We've enjoyed talking about it. Hopefully everybody out there has enjoyed listening to us, visit about it. We'll see everybody on the flip side. Bye now. Bye. See ya. I can see it all so clear. Please believe me, I really had something to say. But now it's bye-bye to my thinking. Now that my thinking's gone, I got nothing to say. Determination, I know that I have got to persist. Just gotta keep on anticipating, cause it's so. Thank you for listening to Comic Pop Library. We welcome your comments and suggestions by emailing us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com. All emails submitted become the property of Comic Pop Library and are subject for use in our show. We would also appreciate it if you would spread the word about Comic Pop Library by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, or just tell someone about us. This podcast is not endorsed by any publisher, distributor, or studio and it is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The views and comments of the show hosts are their own and are not reflective of any business, entity, or organization associated with ComicPopLibrary.com.